Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. We're halfway through the week already. It's a Wednesday. How's it going so far? News and stuff right after this. So exciting. I think it was maybe three years ago, Dave Hallman down there in Tennessee and I were talking about this book that I had in mind called Invisible War and the Saints. Well, I had it more in mind. It was already done in my mind, but took so long to get it into print. And he was saying, I would like to take that to Belize, really. Well, hey, he did it last week. He is in Belize. Dave Alden just showed me a picture of a man holding two of our books over there. He said, this is the young man whose niece was murdered by a demon-possessed woman. I prayed with his father, who is in serious condition in the hospital now. The young man is working with another man in southern Belize whose daughter is being harassed by witches, witchcraft. Thank you for your books. They are going where they're needed. Blessings, Dave. Well, hallelujah. Pray for Dave Allman. And I told him, hey, let's get more books over there. It's a missions project. You want to be a part? You can. We're doing it in our church People giving to get those books out there, my friend. Yeah, so you can make a donation to Greg Patton Ministries and just put books. We will understand. How's that work, Greg? Well, we donated all those books to Dave to take over, and different guys went over and put so many in their suitcase, and uh, you know how that works. Yeah, to God be the glory. He is using this thing in a big way, and we are so excited to be a small part of what God is doing. What in the world is going on? Are you like me and you don't understand all the stuff that's going on since the Israeli-Hamas war? What's happened here in the United States of America since Hamas terrorists savaged that country October the 7th attacking Israel has been an eye-opener for so many people in so many ways. There have been vast pro Hamas protests. They've become commonplace in cities from coast to coast. In London, pro-Hamas protesters openly praised Adolf Hitler. Can you believe that? In New York, anti-Israel mobs attacked and vandalized Grand Central Station and tore down both American and Israeli flags near the Columbus Circle. Where's my gun? What on earth is going on? You know, this is... Reminiscent, really, when mobs burned down American cities and toppled statues back in 2020, and they did it with impunity. You remember that. But this craziness hasn't been taking place in the streets. Higher education, or so-called higher education, has been rife with pro-Hamas sentiment and vicious anti-Semitism. Our educational elites apparently find more sympathy for the maniacal, demonic-led savages who murdered babies, cut off their heads, and violently raped women than the founding fathers of the United States of America. We are demon-led in this country. Those who so relentlessly pluck at the moral failings of the great men of our past are remarkably quick to somehow excuse outright well, demonic evil here and now. Many of these people have comfortably ensconced themselves, if you will, in our most elite culture-making institutions. How did this happen? 
You know, Barry Weiss is a former opinion editor at the New York Times who was ousted by left-wing fanatics at that publication. They're all left-leaning loonies. Delivered an important and passionate speech last Friday at the Federalist Society on the problem. Weiss, who is Jewish, titled the speech, You Are the Last Line of Defense. Well, that'd be a great book and spoke about the surge of anti-Semitism on college campuses. She called the growth of anti-Semitism the symptom, there you go, the symptom of a much deeper crisis in America. This will explain why educated people, alleged, now respond to an act of savagery, not with a defense of civilization overall, but with a defense of the barbarians. Oh, that's good. Weiss explained how ideological attitudes that pervaded college campuses when, well, she was a student 20 years ago, which appeared more absurd than dangerous to many of the time, directly led to what we're seeing today. And she gets to the heart of the matter very quickly. This is what the West's new ethos, its new secular religion, has brought about. It replaces basic ideas of good and evil with a new rubric, the powerless good and the powerful bad out there today. It replaced lots of things, color blindness with race obsession, ideas with identity, debate with denunciation, persuasion with public shame, the rule of law with the fury of the mob. It's seeking to upend the very idea of right and wrong in the world today. Bingo, get your Bible out. What a mess. Jesus is coming soon. Really? Has it come to this? We're going to fisticuffs? What? Republican Representative Mac Getz of Florida has filed an ethics complaint against former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The Republicans need to get their act together, don't they? Getz said he saw it along with many other people that... Uh, Tim Burchett of Tennessee was assaulted by McCarthy. I'm this is crazy. Getz described it as an assault. The Republicans are going to fisticuffs now to get all this stuff worked. Isn't it crazy? This world is crazy. The release said that Burchett referred to the incident as just a, a sucker punch and a clean shot to the kidney. What? It has come to my attention that this morning, November the 14th, 2023, following a meeting of the House Republican Conference, Representative Kevin McCarthy assaulted Representative Tim Burchett in the hallways of the Capitol complex. This assault was witnessed by numerous people, including, and then list all the people that saw it. Huh? The letter said that the incident deserves immediate and swift investigation by the Ethics Committee. It's just, oh, it's crazy. Oh, here's another one. Sit down, sit down. You're a United States senator. <laughs> when he woke up Tuesday morning, Senator Bernie Sanders probably didn't think that he would become a, a boxing referee in the middle of a Senate hearing. See, here we go again. But that's pretty much what happened when Senator Mark Wayne Mullen of Oklahoma, he's a Republican, repeatedly challenged Teamsters President Sean O'Brien to a fight after the two exchanged insults. It went on for several minutes. <laughs> the, uh, the senator called the Teamsters president a thug. I think a lot of them are. 
Sanders was able to prevent a physical altercation by reminding Mullen of his job title, and that wasn't even the only near fisticuffs in Congress, as we've already shared. So what is going on? <laughs> I wonder how soon oh Biden will be in the middle of one. <laughs> oh, it's not funny, I guess. But I... <laughs> I can see somebody swinging at him and missing, and somehow the air <laughs> would knock Biden down. It is funny. Isn't it? I wonder if uh, fake President Biden threw in a, I love you. What in the world is going on here? President, fake President Joe Biden is set to strike a big deal with China that would limit the use of artificial intelligence in nuclear weapons. Biden's meeting with the President Jinping today at the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit in San Francisco. Why are they meeting there? The two leaders are expected to sign an agreement to limit AI's use in military applications, according to a report from Business Insider. Do we trust these people with anything? Aren't they the ones that had the big balloon coming over the country? <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. Somehow, we got to live in this world. Come quickly, Jesus. According to the report, Biden and Z will agree to limit AI use in the systems that control and deploy nuclear weapons, as well as the technology's use in autonomous weapon systems, well, like drones, as an example. The deal comes as the two countries have frequently found themselves at odds. No kidding. They're flying within feet of our airplanes, and they're cutting off our ships in the ocean. Tensions are high. They continue to flare over all kinds of issues, including China's spying activities in this country and its continued military buildup in the South China Sea. But the deal comes at the same time as many have warned about the growing implications of allowing unfettered artificial intelligence and its use in combat, a new reality that has led to growing ethic concerns. We're going to strike a deal with China, and they're going to... Uh, Good grief, Charlie Brown. I think many of the headlines across the country sum it all up. Biden hands China a big win with this military deal. Incredibly poor decision. Well, since he's been in first day in office, he's been nothing but incredibly poor decisions. That should be his middle name. Okay. Over the hill and through the woods to Grandma's house on Thanksgiving Day. What? We come bearing exciting news for anyone planning that road trip to Grandma's this Thanksgiving. You're going to spend a lot less on gas, they say. Thanks to plummeting prices at the pump, U.S. drivers going to save a collective $1.2 billion. Does that mean anything to you? According to Gas Buddy, the average price per gallon is down nearly 46 cents from last Thanksgiving. Well, they said it was Mike Johnson's big test, huh? More than two-thirds of the House of Representatives voted in support of them. Mike Johnson's unique two-step plan to fund the government for the next several months. Johnson needed Democrats' help since the GOP right-wing Freedom Caucus group, which helped orchestrate the ouster of Kevin McCarthy that we've already talked about, came out against the bill for not including spending cuts. Fortunately, they say the Democrats gave their okay for that exact reason. That's why they did it. It's not a done deal yet. 
The short-term funding bill now heads to the Senate, where it must pass by Friday to prevent a national shutdown. Senate leaders in both parties have said, we're going to support this thing. One more Looney Tunes story from um, a major government report came out yesterday showing that climate change has cost us $150 billion a year. More than 750 experts all worked together. Of course they did. To complete the latest national climate assessment, and this fifth installment was the first to include a, a dedicated chapter on the economic fallout of climate change in the world. It warned the impact will become even more severe without some intervention. A $1 billion environment disaster now happens every three weeks compared to every four months back in the 80s. It's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. Baloney. A lot of us like uh, Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation. Hold off on putting that pool in. That's what Wall Street workers may have to hold off on. For the second straight year, bankers should prepare for smaller bonuses this Christmas season. According to a report from a consulting firm called Johnson Associates, cash bonuses for investment bankers in particular could shrivel up to 25% compared to last year. And this doesn't just mean a barren fruit basket. Bonuses often account for a huge share of bankers' total compensation for the year. In some cases, they can have their salary doubled with these bonuses. You feel sorry for them, don't you? Oh, I just made my friend Sheila mad down there in Tennessee. <laughs> in health news, living and dying is health news, right? The gap of life expectancy between a man and a woman widening now. The pandemic is primarily to blame, they say. Back in 2021, women's life expectancy was 79.3 years, while... Men was 73.5. Wow, I'm, I'm above average already. This is the largest gap since 1996, according to a new study from JAMA. The pandemic contributed to 40% of that difference, as men are more likely to work in industries with high rates of exposure, like transportation. Women are more likely, by the way, to be vaccinated. But the opioid epidemic was also a major factor. Drug overdoses which are more common in men than women, accounted for about 30% of life expectancy. What else? Israel said it carried out a targeted operation in Shefa, Gaza's largest capital hospital there, where its leadership and United States intelligence both accused Hamas of operating from the basement. In recent days, doctors there have warned that patients are dying as a humanitarian crisis unfolds within that hospital and the coward, demonic Terrorists shield themselves with ailing people. My, oh, my. SpaceX going to receive clearance this week to launch its Starship rocket, according to CEO Elon Musk. YouTube announced it's going to be in cracking down on artificially intelligent generated deep fakes of musicians. Not exactly sure what that one means. That... Um, AI thing is moving so fast. Well, you hear me talk about it all the time. Not sure where we're coming from there. It can be used for good and evil, and with mankind's propensity toward evil, it ain't going to be good. And finally, here's a thought. I think we should put all elderly people in prison. Really, let's, let's put them in prison because... 
They're going to get a shower every day, video surveillance in case there's any problems. They're going to get three meals a day and access to a library, computers, television, gym, doctor on site, free medication if it's needed. And put the criminals then in some uh, constant care homes and they'll get cold meals, lights out at 7 o'clock, maybe two showers a week, live in a small room and and pay rent for uh, two dollars $3,000 a month. Pretty sad how we treat prisoners better than elderly people in America. Just something to think about. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. I continue to share the thought, not about you. Yeah, as I get older, I understand that more every day. Since the launching of our book, Invisible War on the Saints, phone ringing off the hook, all kinds of text, things on Facebook messages, people genuinely want help. And that's really what your life, my life, is all about. Not about you. Putting Jesus first, as we continue to tell you, and then what is your problem and how can I help you fix it? That's really what the book is about, by the way. You're going to find out very quickly that uh, things like Luciferian pride is one of the biggest entrances for demons into the life of a Christian. Yeah, we need help. All of us do. Do not be ignorant of his devices. Invisible or on the saints.com. Got your copy yet? Those who have read it have been, well, excited with the information within. Get your copy today. Invisible War the Saints.com. Thank you very much. Throughout the history of mankind, there's been a search for one thing or another, right? For knowledge. First Corinthians 8 1 says that puffs up, by the way. Knowledge for new lands, for freedom from religious and political persecution. You hear that a lot today. For valuable resources, gold and diamonds and oil, black gold. People have searched for new pleasures. That perfect mate, have you found him or her yet? And peace in the midst of fighting and carnage in the world today. We've got so much of that. There's also been an old age quest for inner peace and for understanding the real reason for you existing today. And out of that quest comes one of the greatest searches, the one to know and experience Almighty God. That's really it. Inside the human heart is an undeniable spiritual instinct to commune with your Creator. Have you thought about that? We can deny, ignore, we can even bury that instinct under an avalanche of material, worldly things. But here's the fact. You were created to enjoy Almighty God and to worship God forever. That is etched on your very soul. Countless people have chronicled their search for the Almighty. Testimonies abound of the life-changing nature of some encounter with God who sent his only begotten Son into the world so that men and women could have life and have a full life, according to John 10.10. 10. Do you have that? But as interesting as man's quest for God is, it's merely pointing to a far more significant search. That search was revealed long ago when God sent a prophet to deliver a message to King Asa there in Jerusalem, remember? 
Although the Lord was correcting Asa for his lack of faith and his devotion, the prophetic word contained a declaration that God himself was involved in a unique search. In describing God's love and desire to bless his people, the prophet declared a truth that is, well, it's really staggering by its implications. For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout this whole earth, that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. That's 2 Chronicles 16.9. Since God is unchanging, what was true during King Asa's day applies to us today in 2023. God is on a search today. He's not looking for such things as knowledge or precious stones. After all, he has everything. He knows everything. He owns everything. He is everything. Although they rarely think this or hear it preached, get it now. The creator of all things is looking throughout the whole earth for a certain kind of heart. Yours? He's searching for a human heart that will allow him to show how marvelously he can strengthen and help and bless someone else. There it is again, others. That's what your life is all about. Notice that God isn't seeking someone with a high IQ or lots of talents. I was reading a book today about uh, well, one man in the world that's considered the leading expert in the area of memory. This guy didn't even go to high school. So what's your problem? God's not seeking the clever speaker, the one with the great voice, or that person who has so much influence. No, he isn't. He revealed where his true interest lies when he sent the prophet Samuel to anoint the future king of Israel. You remember what God said, 1 Samuel chapter 16, looking down at verse 7, sure you do. Do not consider his appearance or his height. The Lord does not look at things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at what? The heart, and there you go. What made David special was his heart, one that was after God. And you know that principle in his life never changed? All the great men and women in the Bible had great hearts that permitted God's grace to flow throughout them and then be a blessing to others. The truth was well understood by David, the young man who God elevated to the throne. Before he died, David charged his son Solomon, and you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind, for the Lord searches every heart and understands every motive behind those thoughts. First Chronicles 28, 9. It is what God sees behind the facade, what's behind your face. Your outward behavior, that determines the extent of his blessing. So King David wanted his son to pay very careful attention, and you and I should be there today. Pay very close attention to your heart. We'll have more on this tomorrow. Oh, the big question? We don't want to forget this one. Have you ever been saved? Are you going to heaven when you die? For whosoever, that's you, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, and that is the greatest single thing that could ever, ever happen to you. You can bow your head right now. Ask God to forgive you of your sins. And you, my friend, can invite Christ in. You're heaven-bound. Yes, you are.
Oh, I love it. Being a Christian, great way to live and die. And finally, here it is in a nutshell. So much of what we talk about on Hello World. This guy says, my daughter received this email from a prospective student prior to the start of the school year. Dear professor, I won't be able to come to any of your classes or meet any of the tests. Do you think this will be a problem? <laughs> Do you think this will be a problem? Oh, I know. Everything will be just fine. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. That's it, had my say for another day. And that's the way it is for a Wednesday, November the 15th, 2023. Of course, I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.